What's up, everybody? This is Mr. Art of Noise, and welcome back to another episode, episode eight of Dear Society. Um, we're back. We took a week off uh, trying to get on more platforms. We got on Spotify. Are we on Spotify? Not oh, no, no, not Google yet. Not yet. We're on Google Play. My bad. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. Um, we're on Castbox. We're on Radio Box. We're on apple itunes uh so much we we was we was trying to work so (laughs) we've been trying to build this brand and you know take care of the baby um that we all know as dear society um in other ways but um we back you know we ready for more content you know that's the main reason why we're here is to talk to you guys and hopefully one day you guys will start talking back um so like i said my name is Mr. Ardenoise. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, my wife. Miss Sweet Coco Loco. What up, y'all? Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, episode eight, we back. Um, how was your week? Let's check in. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I basically worked Friday to Monday. And then we had off Tuesday, yeah, which was a great day of just that was our main day of work, yeah, we were we dove into dear society um marketing, dear mm. society um expanding merchandise, the, yeah, expanding the platforms that was all that was all tuesday like that was that was a full work day, yeah, like we you know. It's different, like this to me. Like it's not work; it's it's something that's 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 fun, mm-hmm. um, and it. I literally feel like I'm in a different place when I'm planning things and doing, you know, marketing and coming up with different things for the merch. Um, super exciting to do. And then I get back to my regular day job and I'm like, oh, yeah, what am I doing here? Um, You know, definitely thankful. Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for a job because some people don't have none. That's Um, You know, just I'm thankful for it. Um, But at the at another token, like I'm also realizing that marketing and you know doing the graphics and things for dear society is really something that i'm super passionate about and retail is just really really like the more i'm in it the more it's just getting on my nerves and you know on top of that um it's just yeah like it's no longer my passion i kind of want to use another part of my degree mm-hmm. and you know really focus on that and focus on something that i'm super passionate about you know um yeah like, retail is tiresome you know um i mean i work in it too so i i know ex- i work on the opposite end of it but i know exactly what you mean and uh i mean besides that though like it's been a long week besides work yeah it's once once uh after we hit Wednesday, what we thought was gonna be a short week turned into this Oh, it was the long longest three out. days. Yeah. yeah. On top of that, um even in the news what made the week longer, um, you know, three celebrities that, you know, uh killing themselves and battling with depression and, and Well two. That, no, the third who's the the queen? Well um so so Two of the celebrities start. that everybody knows. that everybody knows. So Anthony Bourdain, mm-hmm. you know, which was recent, um, you know, as well as Kate, Kate Spade. Spade, and they both committed suicide. Both hung themselves. Um, both hung themselves. And then I just recently was scrolling through my timeline on Facebook and found out that the Queen of Holland's sister also committed suicide. Um, so it's just, it's crazy for us to just like look at the world and like look at our small minuscule problems and just be like, oh my gosh, life is so hard when there are people out here that are really like taking on these problems and turning them into the 
10th power and it consuming them to the point where it's just like, I would rather take my life. Or there are other things that they're dealing with that they just, they don't know how to reach out for help. Mm. So it's just, I just want to tell everybody to definitely reach out to your loved ones. You know, it's, it's easy for us to be like, oh my gosh, we're stressed out. But I feel like for us to really know that there's someone out there that loves us and cares for us means a whole lot. So reach out to the ones you love. Tell them you love them. Hug them. Kiss them. Mental illness does not discriminate. These are all people, um, you know, successful people at that. So I just wanted to, you know, make sure that that was understood. Like, that's... Something you can't come back from. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't discriminate. Uh, call your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Even the ones who you, you, you think they're strong. You think they got it. No, they don't. I know we don't. It's the, it's the hardest thing to go through is, is, is a mental illness and stress and depression and anxiety. and Just make sure you check on somebody. Even if you got to pause this episode and call somebody who just popped in your head, call them. Make sure they're okay. Because tomorrow is not promised for nobody. But we had to touch on that because it definitely hit home for us to just, you know, hear that, you know, people can get that low. And that's that's pretty that's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, but in other news, um, what else happened this week? Um, we talked about prison reform and okay. another episode that we're going to be dropping soon. Yeah, we got um. So yeah, we we recording little episodes um as well <laughs> as our bigger episodes, but um we just talked about uh Kim Kardashian and going to visit Trump and everything and getting Miss Alice out of prison uh, after being in prison for over 20 years. So we'll drop that later, but it's, it was strictly just that conversation real quick. Um but that happened. That was that was I applaud her on that one cuz that was major. That was a major yeah. move. Uh, da, 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 da. what else happened? In- uh, the caps won. Oh yeah, all caps. All caps all day. We Smith won the Stanley Cup. Smith Pelly. Wow. Smith Pelly. Oh my gosh, he y'all mess. Smith Pelly, the <laughs> only black person I ever seen play professional hockey. I'm a fan now. Yeah, I'm about to go you know, buy me a Smith Pelly jersey. I- I definitely will, too. But I think, like, we're definitely not a couple that's like, oh, let's watch sports. Like, I'm a soccer fanatic. No, love I hate soccer. I hate, I hate keeping up with sports. Yeah. I'll go watch one. I'll, you know, I'll watch, okay, the finals, the Super Bowl, Stanley Cup, uh, World Cup for soccer. FIFA, yeah. FIFA, the FIFA World Cup. I'll watch those things. but And, and we'll go to them live. And that's mm-hmm. that's even more fun. But I'm not about to be like, this nigga got... Have a conversation with somebody three, about the sports and Three like triple that. doubles. I don't even know what a triple double uh, <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese is. Like, that's all I know. <laughs> I don't know what none of that is. When people be talking about sports, like low-key, uh, when we was in Atlanta, and your oh uncle was talking about my sports. My dad. No, nah, not even... No, that's your dad. Your uncle was oh, like... Oh, my you, uncle was talking about sports. He was like, you see the game last night? He's like, I was like, nah, nah, but I heard. And he was like, oh, yeah, you was asleep anyway because you had to drive up here. I was like, yeah. But what happened? I just let him talk about it. Yeah, because, <laughs> and then, and then my dad talk. just got into talking to some strangers about some sports and stuff like that. I was like, gee. Basketball? Take your ass home. Oh, yeah, because the finals were still the, going they on. They was talking about it. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, it's really that, it's really not that serious. Like, people get so immersed in, like, okay, I'm not going to lie, like, when soccer comes on, when the That's people you. world cup comes on i get immersed into it and i'm like my teams better win yeah. like i i get immersed but i'm not gonna be like oh my gosh did you see robinho or ronaldinho like hit that song like no i'm not what i'm not <laughs> but nah yeah that's players. not me like no like i'm it's just it doesn't consume me nah like sports don't consume me like that i, I mean i think that's why i love you so much we literally would like you know, we 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 hopping on the uh 
the Caps bandwagon because they in D.C. and we in D.C. and like, you know, they, they won. So that's what's up. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to keep up with them next year. I'll probably buy me a Smith Pelly jersey, go to one game. And be happy. And with be life. happy with that. It's like some pictures and post on Instagram. But low key, like we, we were just kind of figuring out like we're worried. Like hockey looks like a really cool ass sport. No, that should look fun. That yeah. should look fun. That's I mean, I, they all ain't got teeth, but it's okay. I literally want Smith Pelly missing a tooth. I'm so mad. I was like, damn, bro. But um, what else would I say? They, I literally want to go to a game just to see a fight. Yeah, me too. That, that's it. Or just to see them push each other around yeah, and like. That's really it. So that shit's mm. dope. But yeah, shout out, shout out to the um, Washington Capitals. Uh, the all parade, caps all, day. all caps all day. The um, the par- parade is tomorrow. We so glad we're not going to work. Them streets about to be closed in a bitch. I would have killed somebody. Metro about to be packed in a bitch. It's going to be a red sea in the streets. Mm. It's going to be all red. Mm. <laughs> oh, and then um, in other sports news, uh, the Warriors finished. Uh, they, they, duh, they killed the Cavs 3-0. Like, mm-hmm. the games or whatever. Like, they ain't even make it... They ain't make it to game six like they normally do. You know, was no there was no challenge. Mm, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> there was no fucking challenge. LeBron so bought the Cavaliers all the way to the playoffs just to play uh, the Warriors by himself. <laughs> Him in his little short pants suit. I ain't going there with that outfit. That outfit. Showing his... his oh, he's so... Oh, he's so uh. I ain't going there with that outfit, them shorts, and that briefcase he was carrying. And his little squared off looking beard. Like, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. Anyways, let's continue on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> we got a topic, guys. And um, our topic today is actually um, millennial struggles. Uh, as you guys know, we're millennials. Um, and we all struggling. And we all struggling. And um, I found this article about the top 10 things that millennials struggle with. And it's hitting every single nail on the head. I don't even know if we're going to finish all top 10, um, but we're going to try. So, um, a little note on, I know, I see, uh, a little note on... Um, you know, like history of us, or not even history, but little news on us. Did you guys know that we exceed the population of baby boomers by 7 million? According to the most recent census report, there are actually 83.1 million millennials as we speak. Now, mind you, this was 2016, so it's probably a couple more um, million more. But, you know, the numbers ain't too far off. Um, I don't think society understands the issues that we're actually going through, like as a whole, like it's, it's a, it's a struggle to be in your mid to late twenties in this era. Like, yeah. And wanting, you know, you, you want all, you want everything. Like you mm -hmm. want, you want that good job. You want, you want a house. Mm -hmm. You want to have, you want to start a family, get your life off the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. But then it you turns... You low-key can't do it. You low-key can't do it. Because what? You went to college, mm-hmm. and now you got oh, student loans. Let, let, let's, let's not get too ahead of ourselves, because that's everything in the list. <laughs> but, um, okay, so let's start with that one. Um, we're actually the most educated generation. Um, and that necessarily isn't a bad thing. But one bad thing is that um, a nice percentage of us, maybe not even 40%, but um, actually more of us have a bachelor's degree. And the problem with that is it's worth the same amount as a high school diploma. So we got to continue to go to school. That's an issue in itself. So that's the first issue. Like, I have to, I can't afford to continue because I just can't. I You don't have the, oh gosh, I hit the child. <laughs> you fine. Um, it's part of the reason because we don't have the money. Yeah. We basically struggle to get the money to go to school in the first place. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't stay in school and continue and yeah. go on to the next thing, because I think the worst thing to do is 
to go to school for your bachelor's, leave school, and then, of course, being a millennial, then you think about, oh, hey, like, maybe... I want to get my master's or maybe I want to get my doctorate. Yeah, don't don't leave. Don't leave. And continue. continue. I mean, you're going to continue to be in debt, but you might as well keep yeah. going. We stopped at bachelor's. Um, and I wouldn't call that the worst decision, but if I had a better game plan, I definitely would have tried to keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if I had a... Yeah, we'll we'll get there in this conversation. But um, mm-hmm. so the number two problem that uh, millennials actually struggle with is um, that forty percent of us are either unemployed or underemployed. I believe it. That falls right under the category of some of us stopped at a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. Like they go, they literally go hand in hand. But um, I mean, even right now, I feel underemployed. Like I feel like. I mean, I'm not using my you know my my degree. degree to the max. No, I don't. I mean, re, re, it's retail. Any anybody could get a retail job. Like, I I've been as saying long that. as you got the as long as you got the experience of working at one retail place, look, you getting into the next. Like, and as long as you hold up a good rapport with that last job, mm-hmm. you getting into the next. So, mm, yeah, it's. But let's talk about those that forty percent, uh, or that forty percent that's uh, unemployed. Like that's an issue, and they're saying that the um, unemployment rate actually equals the um, the the amount of people who don't have jobs. I mean, no, no, no. It's the um, damn. What is it? I'm gonna come back to. It. I lost my thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just. I mean, being unemployed, mm. I feel like since, I mean, thank God, I, like I said, you know, before, I thank God I have a job. Right. But at the same point in time, I am currently looking for something else that I'm more passionate about mm. and, or not, not even more passionate about, but like <clears throat> something that gives me more of a work-life balance and everything I look for they're looking for bachelor's degrees or degrees in those certain things that I'm looking for or certain experience. And I'm just kind of like, well, if you're looking for 10 years experience, nine times out of 10, I was in school half of that time Mm. and I'm still building my experience. And I feel like the... I feel like society just got to give, got to be able to give somebody that one chance. You ever lied on your resume? (laughs) I will not disclose. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I was about to say, I know there are people out there lying on their resume just to get a job. You about to check, you about to check my degree? You about to check my degree? Bet all my uh, references about to be family members and they go, oh yeah, he worked at 10, 20 years. They all HR members. (laughs) Every single, my mama is the HR for somebody. My grandmother is HR for somebody else. Oh, yeah. And they all, he worked here 10, 20 years ago. That's what they're going to lie, say? <laughs> That's what they're going to lie. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I worked here 20 years ago. He's 27. No, to be honest, like, no, I haven't, I haven't lied on my resume. Mm. Um. Yeah, no. Yeah, like, that's it? just, that's just, to me, that's, that's ridiculous. Mm. Um. I don't know. I'm not going to say no names, but people who I feel like or a particular person who working at the ship, I feel like they lied to get there. Oh, for real. And uh, I feel like a homie. mm, Don't. All right. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to move on. Um, Oh, boy. The number three uh, millennial struggle. And. That is actually one of the most important. Actually, all 10 of these are important. But um, we're actually earning less than any other generation before us. So the average millennial was earning at least 34000 between the years uh, 2009, 2013, while other young people from the uh, years 2000, 2008 were making about 38000 
I definitely have a good ass job with great benefits and I know I ain't making enough. I mean, I feel like I, I feel like at the end of the day, like everybody feel that way. Yeah. Everybody feel like they are not making that amount because I just feel like we all I wouldn't say want to live beyond our means, but we all want to be able to do other things besides just be at home paying bills. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, like our paychecks are enough to pay our bills, but there's enough to stay in the house. (laughs) Yeah. And that, that, you know, that becomes even a bigger struggle. And it's funny. This is funny because we're not even at the fifth. And I feel like these shits are going in order. But we're not even at the fifth, um, you know, issue. But number four is saying that um, our generation has been hit the hardest just by depression and mental health issues. And I feel like that's real. I mean, yeah, like I would say I get depressed with I wouldn't say I get depressed, but I get, you know, like you, you get cabin fever. You get in your feelings when you can't afford to do something and they say that um i mean even going off of the last one uh one in five millennials have experienced on the job depression oh i mean when you don't make enough of course motherfucker honey i'm (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) i raised my hand i plead the fifth i'm experiencing the depression i just had a long time how you gonna plead the fifth i mean but say say what you feel plead the fifth but i meant (laughs) Whatever. <laughs> I plead the fifth, but I'm going to tell it all. Oh, Anyways, I'm going to spill the tea. Um, <laughs> so, um, so no, but I I definitely had the conversation with my mom talking about um, just going through our financial, you yeah. know, financial struggle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, n- we're not doing anything different. Mm-hmm. Everything has pretty much stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like we we're, we're going through it like the next person is going through it. Definitely. And I mean, paycheck to paycheck is real mm-hmm. when I mean we're we're still blessed that we can, you know, pay the mortgage, lights is on, TV, refrigerator is full. Don't get it twisted. We ain't going we ain't the shopping today. Yeah, we ain't going hungry, but I'm just trying to tell you uh I can't do nothing but go back to work and come back home. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz I got to keep my lights on and food in my house and make sure I keep going to work so I can come back and pay for everything else. Um, but it just, yeah, it, it gets, it gets routine and yeah. you know, financially that's depressing mm-hmm. and, and also it's mentally stressful. it's depressing because you know, it starts, the routine starts to fall upon relationships, mm-hmm. starts to fall upon friendships. You can't go out with them. Yeah. Um, you know, you're not going out with each other. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of is, you know, ends up being a buildup of things and you, you, you get stressed out. And then at the end of the day, like if you're, if your workplace, like I said, the sinking ship, Mm -hmm. you know, right. It's just things like things, if things are disorganized in your workplace, it starts to get you thinking like, damn, I can't stay. Like for me, it's, it's really been a stress this week. Because I just feel like everything, like I said, the sinking ship, it is disorganized as hell. And there's no answers and every day doesn't make it better for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes me think more and more like, hey, like I got to be honest with myself and I have to think about myself in this situation. Because I have great coworkers and sometimes I say, oh, I'll say for them, like they're great. But at the same time. They're not paying my bills. Nah, bro. I I, I literally hate hearing that because I've heard it in Miami when we were living in Miami. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said it myself, but I had to snap out of that shit. Yeah. Because that's that's one reason how we got up here. I can't stay in a a place for my employees. And then look, when we left, everybody down there left too. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody still in them stores. Mm -hmm. So if we ever leave where we at now... We gotta go. They they gonna go too. Yeah. So nah, I, I don't. Gotta, I really don't. I don't believe in staying for your people. Like for you know, that, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah, I had to tell my boss. I was like, hey, I love you, and I don't want to leave you. But at the same point, I gotta do what's best for me and my well being. 
it's good that you have like you know somewhat of a good relationship to have that conversation because mm-hmm. most people can't even have that conversation. Yeah. Like, but you you have a tight knit yeah uh, community in your store, so that's. And I was just I just told her I was like yeah. Like, I got to be realistic. I got a whole mortgage to pay. Mm-hmm. And I got other bills to pay. You Not know, half a mortgage, a whole mortgage. A whole mortgage. Mm-hmm. And I got a whole student loan that, that didn't raise the whole price on me. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to worry about paying those things. And I really can't work on what, you know, I can't get overtime anymore because they don't took that shit away. Yeah. And that's just frustrating. When we are down, when we are down a couple of people, somebody's on vacation, we have our boss going in another look in another location. location. Like we are all spread too thin. And then of course I'm the ASM. So all of that shit and anything that goes in the store falls upon me. Not saying I can't handle it, but I'm not working on, you know, Mm -hmm. you're not keeping your, I'm not getting the overtime to do everything. Not even that, but I mean, wrapping it back to what we so talk about is, um, you aren't able to keep a you know a stable mind, and you know be able to even give them your your best. Can you can you can't even give them a hundred percent because you know mentally you're drained. And that I shit am. is draining. I'm so to the to the tenth power. I'm so drained and I really, really, really try my best mm. to to push forward because I know at the end of the day, like I still have a goal I still have goals to meet, um, you know, personally at work. And I know if I'm not making those goals, it's you know, if I'm not making those goals constantly because of what I'm going through, um, and that reflects on that. Mm. That's it for me. Like I could, it could be a write up, or I could get let go. Mm. And that's mentally frustrating. That's mentally frustrating because it's like, yeah, you want to push and 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 do your all, but it's just like, it, the motivation also needs to be there, and it's really that's not real. there. That's so, mm. that's real. But um, so the number five millennial issue top of the top ten is actually college debt. I mean, you might as well stick right into the mental depression of that. So they say we, all of us, every, almost everybody listening who is a millennial, um, we owe $1.3 trillion in student loans. And actually, four in every 10 um, millennial aged 18 and 29 um, have student loan debt. I got two. My mama got my other one. So does my mom. Oh, your mom got yours too? My mom She got one too. too. So, I mean, shit, does that even count? They a whole nother generation. Plus yeah, that's what she got. Mm-hmm. She was, she probably regret that shit. <laughs> it's another fucking bill. I almost regret, like... You Look, were, this is this is the time where you need like vent it out, vent it out. Like I, I you want to say because I've said it before. I okay, I don't regret going to college. Mm-hmm. I regret going unprepared. Yeah, I was completely unaware and just naive. But you of know what? everything to come afterwards. But you know what. Unless your parents are paying out of pocket for this, Mm -hmm. it's likely to fall on anybody who don't have the money to do it. But they want their children to go to school and get the education that they didn't get. But you know what? What's the point of getting the education? You can't afford it. I don't know. You got something to show. Ain't nobody could take it away from you. I guess. I guess. Um, But I, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, school... And college is, you know, how do I say this? You go to college to become an employee. That's all. You don't you don't go to become something better half the time. I mean, I, I, I don't know anybody. Well, aside from our culinary friends who out here is chefing it the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, kudos to them. Yeah. CEOs of... Of their own businesses and shit like that. And so. we super proud of them fools. Like, they doing the damn thing. 
But aside from them, everybody else who went to undergrad that I know graduated college, they just employees. You know, so why I go why here why I go to college? Why I go to college to become an employee just as, you know, live in this cycle of life to pay back school that you I don't know. You get I mean, your little experience from it and everything and ain't nothing wrong with that, but it's just too it's it, the shit costs too much. Well, babe, we're we're our own CEO though. I mean, now we ain't, we ain't making we ain't making no money yet, but you know, we're our own CEO of Dear Society. It took us a while, but like I've I'm gonna get to that though, because yeah. I know where you're going. I know where you're going, but I'm gonna get to that. Um but yeah, I mean shit, but regardless. One point three trillion dollars in debt. We ain't going nowhere. But what we all we doing is fucking paying paying the fucking student loans. I but. think what we need to do is we need to talk to some of our friends and figure out if those who had student loans, if they're actually paying for them. Yeah. I, I, how about that? Email us and let us know, are you even paying your student loans? That'd be enough. I'm going to put you on blast. But. Nah, but I, we just kind of want to know, like, you really paying them shits? Because niggas be going on trips. Niggas be across the world. Like, what the fuck? How y'all doing it? That's all I want to know. How is y'all living life? I just had to put a forbearance on mine because it was too expensive. Oh, I love that word. Wish I could do that. I'm all out of forbearances and deferments. You, I only did it. I only did it once when I was consolidating. So I got. I think I got two left. Yeah, use them wisely. Use them very sparingly. Shit, three hundred and something dollars for a damn student loan a month. Look, honey, you not getting that shit out what of me. What you mean, three hundred? I'm paying damn near six. That's like you're raping me. <laughs> you're literally raping me. All like, your all your student loans got you me too. Yep. <laughs> I'm speaking out. Oh, millennial me too. Hashtag millennial me too. I am speaking out because mm. these student loans got me all the way fucked, the up. Way fucked up. Definitely, definitely. Um, but we gonna figure it out. We not gonna sit here and just be like, you know. We struggling, we struggling, we struggling without thinking of ways to get out of the struggle. Fuck yeah. all that bullshit. Um, we 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 got that plan. Um, so number six. Ooh, this is a this is a good one. So, um, fifteen percent of millennials age twenty five to thirty five still live at home, and that's uh as of twenty sixteen. <laughs> so I know that fifteen percent is probably a little bit higher than that, and. I wanted to wrap this back around to um the fuck was that sound? Something outside. Oh, better be outside. Um uh, sorry, we just watched Insidious, the last keys, a little bit off topic, but I don't like sounds in my house now. Um, but anyways, <laughs> um You wanted so, to watch it. I know. But uh back to this though. So the guy who was uh thirty years old, his parents took him to court to evict him, and they won. He's a millennial. Mind you, he didn't get no job. I don't think he went to school. Looks or he, he, no, I think he went to school, graduated, came back home, didn't get a job or couldn't get a job. Somebody emailed me, let me know what I'm talking about. And they went to court and the, the judge granted them um, the right to evict their child. Bitch, you know how much rent cost? I'm not for it. Like, I don't know if and I. You know what? This also falls, you know, not only on not only on them, but it also falls on these companies that are trying to be like, oh, you need to have all of this experience. No, he ain't got none. Before, he never went to work before. It used to be, oh, you just need this degree. Now it's like you need this degree and you need the experience to back it up. Yeah, but I was. If you ask me for four years experience, I was in school for four years getting that damn degree that you wanted me to get in the first place. They expect you to have a that damn um, internship freshman year Look, honey, and take it all the way till you graduate. It's not happening. Bitch, I'm going to school to learn. How I'm learning at work, too. Are you snoring? I'm sorry. Riley's snoring. I mean, it's a rough show. <laughs> yeah, but like it all it all goes back to somebody um, you know, in a business, mm-hmm. giving you 
that one chance. It takes one person to give you that chance. And you never know. Like, that person could be a a freaking success story. But to talk about the guy who his parents um won the lawsuit and evicted him, I don't think that they even, you know, I don't know, pursued his... I don't know. Did they invest in their child like they should have? Like, that's 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 bogus. There's a lot of us out here who, going back home, you know, can't leave home because you can't afford it. But, I mean, well, but everybody's like, every, you, everybody's aware a, of the rent. Yeah, but like, <laughs> did you as a did you as a parent help him out in any way? And said, like, instead of telling him, hey, you got to get off your ass and you got to get a job. Don't just tell that motherfucker. Did you, did, did you bring a newspaper home? Did you circle the jobs? Right. Did, did, you, did you take down the little, the little uh, hiring wanted at some, at some place fuck and all, bring it home for him? Fuck all that. Did you encourage him yeah. to be like, man, you can do this. It's, it's work out there. Or were you cutting him down and telling him, wow. You you such a you such a a slump like mm-hmm. you can't do nothing. Oh shit! I don't know about that. It's it's both their fault. It is. It's his fault for still being there and not applying himself. If he did not imply um, um uh, apply himself, but it's also their fault if they never like pushed him in the right direction. That's a two edged. That's a double edged sword. But that shit suck. But I mean. That's too many people still living at home, and we can't go back home. No, I mean, we we did it for two years, a year. A year. We did it for a year. And that was that was on the floor. That wasn't that wasn't home. That wasn't. You don't call that going coming back home when you're living on the floor. That's yeah. like, bro, let me borrow your couch. Yeah, yeah <laughs> That's yeah. low-key what that is. Yeah. Mm. But at, at the same point in time, like, we did it. We saved money. Barely. No, but you where? Know. Where? We got some. Where? Where? Can you stop saying where? <laughs> I'm just. You said we saved money. No, we did not. We saved something. <laughs> A little bit, something to get to get us out, and like. Mm. That was all four hundred one. Okay. Anyways. That was for a one. Okay. Don't be afraid to dump into that and and do what you need to do. Don't, it's yours. But at the don't point. deplete it. But how about this? We are still young enough to touch it and put it back. And then when it's time to uh, she had cancer. That's what that was. Sorry, we got sorry guys. We watching the news too. Um, so we're young enough to touch our four hundred one k and still have enough work along long enough time to actually replenish it so that when we get older it won't affect us because we're i mean all you're doing is essentially just paying yourself back out of your check so your check might be fifty hundred dollars shorter but you'll get it in the long run but um i don't forget but don't <laughs> look what i would suggest is don't do for stupid shit nah don't, don't dump in don't get an apartment and dump into it get a house and then pick from it. Or if you try, like, get some... Hardships only. House and hardship. That's the only reason you should be dumping in, uh, dipping into your uh, 401. Mm. House and hardship. Ain't, don't do not do it if you can, um, if you don't have to. Oh, boy. But, oh, man, number six goes right into number seven. So, uh, number seven is uh, securing a job that utilizes our degree. He probably came home because he had no degree. But um, 25% of us work in unrelated fields. Low key. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was working in an unrelated field until I found, you know, the ship. Yeah. And then, yeah, now I want to jump off the ship. So, yeah. um, damn, that's a real issue. Yeah. How many of you guys are actually using your degree? Let us know, man. That's that's real. Like, let's talk about that. Like, I know I ain't. I'm not using it to the to the to the max. Mm-hmm. I'm using it fashion wise. I'm using it, uh, you know, kind of marketing wise. I'm using but it not, marketing wise uh, via Dear Society, but I ain't using it. You ain't using it at work, work. No. Yeah. 
Man, it's 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 hard. You got you gotta play with it around. You go Nah. I mean if I if if anybody had to tell after had to ask me, I really ain't using it to the you know, I'm paying all this money for this piece of paper and I ain't even using it. Mm. For real, for real. Mm. Um Ooh, this is a good one. Number eight. This is serious. Millennials are less likely to become homeowners. That's that ain't us, dude. Nah, but shit, it damn near could have been. Yeah. I mean, house is a big is a big 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 decision. It's a big responsibility. Hell too. yeah! I mean, and I don't know anybody out here buying one by themselves. Everybody I know is married. Um. You know anybody who bought it by themselves? Not who bought it, but like I have, I have people who are in the process of going through, um, little homeowners courses and trying to get you know, um, mm-hmm. the stuff that DC trying to um help them out with. Mm-hmm. But that's really it's a lot. Yeah, I think there's a lot more renters than ever. Mm-hmm. That's why rent is going going up so sky high. That's why rent is damn near a mortgage and a half. Yeah. And that that's that that's that bullshit. Dr. Dre told Kendrick Lamar, um, you can get it, but it's keep anybody can get it, but it's keeping it is the hard part. Yeah. He ain't say it like that, but that's what he said. <laughs> so that's 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 the fucking everyday struggle. Shit. No no uh no pun to that show. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um shit. We just paid our mortgage. Mm. Hip, hip, hooray. That's how you feel about the mortgage? <laughs> I mean, I it's a roof over your head. It is a roof over my head, but it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, hip, hip, hooray. A bill is paid. Yay. Yay. Now we're broke again. But we're not homeless. But uh, I don't know, man. Shit, wow. Um... Oh, number nine. Okay, man, I didn't think we was really going to run through all of these in one episode, but I guess so. Um, We are the most financially fragile generation. You never lied. Penny pension. Ain't got a dollar for tomorrow. Barely get your hand on a damn penny. Barely get your hand on a penny for tomorrow. You holding it by the tips of your, of your finger, your fingernails. All you, like, if somebody cut that motherfucker in half, you still keep the other half. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, a little smidgen. For real, for real. Sixty three percent of us can't cover an unexpected expense over five hundred dollars. I can't. Exp- I can't cover one over a hundred. Five hundred dollars. I, I couldn't cover one over fifty. Shit. I gotta change my brakes on the truck. That's two eighty. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll figure it out when I figure it out. <laughs> Just hoping you ain't Flintstone in it. Oh, hell no. Nah. I ain't about to do <laughs> Riding on your toes. Shit. That ain't never going to happen. I might as well walk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, and 30% of us are overdrafting like like it's nothing and always hitting the negatives like well, it's like it's Wolf every day Fargo always making it worse while hitting you with that damn extra oh, fee the that they be putting extra on 30 bro i only was in the negatives two dollars now it's 32 dollars shitty you didn't have enough to cover no. i know but i needed to eat Look, we might want to think about a different bank account, honey. That don't be adding the extra fees because that's just... Nigga, everybody do. I don't think so. I don't think PNC do. Listeners, let us know who you got. You got SunTrust. You got PNC. You got Bank of America. You got... On Bank of America, I heard they tack on the fees, honey. Uh, let us know who got the, who got the best um, checking account out there because I'm, I'm tired of giving these fools $7 for having $0 in my account. Or $30. And 30 for a negative. And then, and then when you call them, they only give you, they only, and, and if you say, hey, like I I just added the money back or I have the money to add to the account. They're like, oh, well, we can only give you half of that money back. The f- Garbage the ass. The fuck? It's my money you done took away from me. You can only. It's my money and I, I want, want it now. Sorry, we watched too much Maury in the morning when we're when we're young. Money and I want it now. 
Is it J.G. Wentworth? Yeah, call J.G. Wentworth. 877 cash now. 877 cash now. 877 cash now. It is. Oh, shit. I missed that commercial. Me too. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. But, shit. I know for a fact, man. I ain't got... On payday, I ain't got a dollar to my name. For real. I mean, the electric got it. The water got it. The trash got it. Comcast got it. Groceries got it. Mm-hmm. Gas tank got it. Car note got it. Car, uh, car insurance got it. Student loans got it. Yeah. What the, where, where are my pockets? In their pockets. <laughs> In their pockets. Oh, my God. The moths and flies that fly out of my pockets after that. The lint don't, the don't lint. get the lint. They get stuck under your nails. And you be like, Holly, look at this bullshit. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. But we finally made it to the number 10 problem of millennials. And um, this one, I think this number is probably, this number fluctuates. And this is why I say this. They say that the number 10 um, issue that millennials have is that fewer of us are becoming entrepreneurs and they're saying that actually two percent of us are um self-employed i believe that two percent is the ones never went to college and they just figured the shit out before because they ain't got no goddamn student loans i mean you'd be amazed by just like sitting sitting down and what creative ideas that come to you like look how fast well, not really how fast, but look how we thought about Dear Society. Like, it came to us. Of course, we're working, but... But, but, uh, but yeah, things like this come to some other, people's mm-hmm. qu- other people quicker. And, I mean, they've been doing certain things a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it... I feel like this numbers could be just a little bit off because we know people who went to school and still work for themselves. Yeah. Shout out to Chef D. Like mm-hmm. we went with, we went to school with her. She went, she, we were in classes together. She opened up her own restaurant and was working for herself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, she's still an entrepreneur. So I don't know. I feel like that number is a little off, but it's harder these days. Yeah. I mean, you spend four, some people spend eight, nine years in uh, college yeah, I don't know. I just feel like people's decisions change and, you know, ain't nobody trying to become a damn um, entrepreneur. People got job. People got goals to work for somebody at the end yeah. of the day. People want to be doctors. You still working for somebody. People want to be lawyers. You still working for somebody. You know, we uh, working in, um, gee, cray. We working at um, retail shops. We still working for somebody. So, you about to crash in that joint. Oh my god. Die out. We should not be watching the news while we record. Oh my gosh. This truck just slammed into the um, donut shop. And holy moly donut shop. Mm. Anyways. So crazy. Yeah, man. But we, we stressed out. As millennials. I'm stressed. Sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. Uh... Pfft. Struggle to get up in the morning to even just go to a job that you're not like a hundred percent happy in, and yeah, just. But we gonna figure it out. You know what? We gonna use this as a as a form of therapy, and you know, talk it out and figure out new ways to solve old issues, and hopefully, just figure it out. Um, that entrepreneurship is wrong though, because this is this is a form of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys saw us try, trying to drop some merch, some Dear Society merch, and we hope you guys support us. Um, really, we want to use those funds to actually just build the platform of the show, buy equipment, and just uh, give you the best quality of a show. And hopefully, you guys will continue to listen to us and stick around for the long run. Because we plan on sticking around for the long run with this show. We want it to grow. Uh, we want it to just be ours. We, we 
and we hope you guys stick stick it out with us. So, um, what I will say about the Dear Society merch is that it is made and produced by Teespring. Um, so we are not directly holding um any amounts of merchandise. Um, so we're not sitting on all this stuff. Um, basically. Once you put in the order, um, your t-shirt or your hoodie or your leggings or socks or whatever have you, um, they're all produced once an order is put in. So, no, you can't call us up and ask us like, hey, let me get that hoodie. Um, you know, you have to purchase it off our Teespring website. And, um, and yeah, um. I'm getting one of them hoodies. Them hoodies raw as fuck. Yeah. Mm, I'm giving me some socks too. So I'm going to support myself. I'm going to give my money back to myself. <laughs> so, and then um, all the money I'm going to give back to myself, I'm going to just make sure that when we retrieve it back from um, our PayPal, I'm going to just go ahead and might as well just buy buy equipment with it. Mm-hmm. So, mm. oh, you want to talk about the um the vision board? You don't want to talk about it. How we uh, how things are changing. Like you, you know, we know we need to start taking things off of it that we're accomplishing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I learned how to ride a bike. Mm-hmm. I need to take that off of there. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely need to get on my driving and get my license. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely need to continue losing weight, but I have thus far lost three pounds. Um, so, yeah. Uh, that's about it for for that. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I had put on there, um, that I wanted three forms of income. And I started selling on eBay. And in four days, I actually made like 50 bucks. So I'm excited to continue that and see where that takes me. I finally got my truck inspected so I could start lifting. So that's number two. And still get the Lux check. So that's three. So I might take that off. I might leave it on there for a while and see if, you know, eBay stays strong or whatever. And then um, I got to keep lifting. And let's see what else. I got a new truck. So I'm going to go ahead and take a new car off of there. Um, damn, we got a lot of stuff on there. I got re- I got to review it. And see what's up. Or uh, put new goals. Yeah, put new goals. It's it's the middle of the year. We'd have made it to June already. Twenty eighteen is halfway done. Mm-hmm. That's wild, y'all, man. Time is moving. Don't don't let nothing stop y'all, cause tomorrow is still coming. Next thing y'all know, it's gonna be June twenty twenty. <laughs> y'all do something new out there, man. Achieve a dream. <laughs> Go for your goals. Don't don't bullshit. And you know what? Find a friend who pushes you in the right way. You know, check up on you and say, you know, you did what you said you was going to do. You know, those, those people you need in your life. I got a couple of those. I got my wife here who does that for me. And, I mean, that's that's the best thing you can have for yourself. So, But, yeah, we uh, appreciate you guys listening. We are Dear Society. Uh, email us, whatever you guys, you know, answer my questions. I was asking questions earlier in this episode at dear society at gmail.com. That's S O C I three T Y. Um, we're on a lot more platforms now. So we're on Stitcher radio. We're on Apple. We're on Google play. You can damn near find us everywhere. Just basically follow us on Instagram to find out where we're at for real. Cause I've been posting them. <laughs> uh, um, what else? Uh, follow us on Instagram, um, Facebook, and um, Twitter, Twitter at Dear Society. Um, also, um, now that we, well, now that I have finally, you know, let my Instagram followers know that, you know, Dear Society is in fact ours, um, I definitely hope to see uh, more support from everybody and and things like that so i look forward to building bigger and better things with the support of friends and family and others alike 
Definitely, definitely. I'll probably go ahead and do the same real soon this week and let everybody know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just ain't been putting this shit up. Um, and then I was putting on my eBay stuff. So I was trying to direct people to my from my eBay, the watchers of like the uh, records and stuff, to my page so they could see like the quality of the sound of the records and stuff that I'm selling. Um, but yeah, we will see you guys uh, whenever we see you guys. And we'll talk to you later. Peace, society. Bye. What's up, society? I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode. Um, We actually just recorded uh, another conversation at another point of the day. So we hope you guys enjoy it. And don't forget to send us emails at dearsociety at gmail.com. And we'll talk to you later. Peace. Called Alice in prison. They got her, they put her on the phone, and I had thought she already knew about it. She had no idea. She was really calm, and she just, she calls me her war angel, so she's like, hi, war angel, you know, in her sweet voice. I was like, wait, you don't know? And she goes, no what? And I go, Alice, you're free. You're getting out today. And just the scream, I'll never forget her scream. And then we all just started crying. Like, all just started, like, bursting out in tears. And it just was like... I'd say about two or three minutes of sobs, just without any words. So there's over 3,000 people incarcerated for first offense or just nonviolent crimes. You know, I've never claimed to know everything about prison reform, but I know that I'm interested and I know that I have a voice. I could link up with people that really know about some great people that we can hopefully present again and really start helping people. So let's talk about that. Um, Kim Kardashian last week uh, went to talk to President Trump and uh, about prison reform. And Alice, her name was Alice, I forget her last name, um, was free in less than a week. You know that I feel like everybody definitely looked at Kim like, oh, you're stupid. You're doing this for another like publicity stunt whatever um you what do you know about prison reform and i think she proved a lot of people wrong she really and truly did what she came there to do and she got results and it's amazing you know we see them on on their show and we're like you guys have this platform And all we see you guys do is go to restaurants and eat and do whatever else. Like, what are you doing with your brand, your platform? What are you doing? I agree with you. Um, This is the first time she's actually used her celebrity power for something, like, absolutely amazing. And I'm not a fan of, like, the Kardashians, the Jenners, the show the stores it just it just seems so extra to me um but when you get someone out of prison who's been in in prison over 20 years over a small petty crime that's something to talk about like that's 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 wild that's just wild that's let's say it how call it what it is that's that's crazy but i mean it's funny because we have donald trump celebrity in chief he could have done that i mean no 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 he he wouldn't have done that probably if if it was anybody else who spoke to him that's my thing like he's he he low-key you know low-key cool with kanye and everything Mm -hmm. so he low-key cool with kim kardashian west Mm -hmm. but i feel like if it was actually anybody else a democrat you know a a a politician actually asking about or talking about prison reform, that shit would have never happened. That's just the craziness about it. That's just blowing my mind. Like, I'm still proud that, you know, she went and did something like that. And it still blows my mind that, like, that happened in less than a week. But the thing is, I hope she understands, like, okay, people are looking for you to switch your switch your platform and i feel like people are gonna 
you know, now that she did that, there are people who are probably going to continue writing into her Mm -hmm. and they're going to expect her to do the same thing for them. So I hope that she is prepared um, for what's to come with this whole prison reform thing. Absolutely. I mean, because just like you said, people are going to be writing in. um, Her entire image is about to change. She's not going to be the normal Kim, uh, I was about to say Kim Car West or whatever the fuck. Um, <laughs> um, she's not going to be the normal Kim Kardashian anymore. She's going to turn into something else where, you know, people with petty, you know, dude got pulled over uh, with a dime bag, weed in his pocket, and he in jail for 30 years. Don't know why. Maybe because he got a fucked up ass lawyer who doesn't plan on helping him. Those type of people are going to be reaching out. Because yeah. those type those type of people who really haven't done anything and maybe have you know a little weed on them, I ain't gonna say meth and crack because that's a little that's that's hard shit. You know, a part of me wonders if Kanye is actually gonna jump on the bandwagon and really make this a big thing, seeing as though it's the whole Donda West Foundation like crumbled before his eyes. Um, Speak on that. What was? So, I know so he started the foundation um, with somebody. Of course, he couldn't run it a whole hundred percent. So he put somebody in place to do that. And I don't, I kind of know bits and pieces of the story. Mm. But from what I got from it was like Kanye could no longer contribute to it because Kanye was having financial issues in the past. And ago, yeah. And so they totally were like, well, we're going to scratch Donda's name off of it and we're going to call it something else because we can't afford to keep doing this if you're not going to contribute to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So the guy that he put in charge basically has now, he's taken over it 100%. Okay. So wrap that back to what were you saying? I'm, I'm, I'm saying like, I'm wondering if, Maybe Kanye will jump on the bandwagon with Kim and like maybe they might start up a foundation or something like that for um, for prison reformers. Right. Um, That sounds like a good idea. First time offenders, you know, small petty crime. People just go to jail for the longest of times off of things that just really don't. You know, it's a waste of our tax dollars. Why are we paying for why are prison so so damn full of people who just you know had a dime bag in their pocket you know that's that's ridiculous but um hearing that video like hearing her that was my first time hearing her speak about the situation like i've heard um anderson cooper because i listened to him and him talk to alice but like her side of what she did and all that good stuff that's the first time i ever heard that. i think you know minus the fact of like Minus who they are as celebrities, we also have to realize that these people are people. Yeah. We At the end of the day, they might get on our nerves and we might say, oh, they rose to stardom with this or that. that Sex we, tapes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that... that you know, any of us who we haven't done sex tape, but any of mm. anybody who's done a sex tape hasn't rose to the level that the Kardashians have rose to, you know, off of Kim's video with Ray J. But um, I just really want people to know that they are real people, too. You know, they have hearts. They they want to see justice met. They want to see they want to seek change. And right now. I think that they've put best foot forward and um, yeah, I hope they continue. You know, the fact that their father was a lawyer, I just want to see more of that out of them. That's what I expect out of them. I don't expect. I definitely see that more out of more out of Kim than the other than the other sisters. I don't expect um, what I see to be their um, mark on this earth. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't care for the drama of the show, the how many years it's been on, um, the sex change of Bruce Jenner. Like, I'm sorry, those things. I don't know. I just feel like their history with their father being a lawyer 
should have changed their political views on. And maybe something like this, Kim should have done it years ago. That's what I'm so, getting at. Maybe um, you don't watch the show, but I think like, I mean, it wasn't such a big thing, but I, the first thing that she really kind of started with and she and her sisters wanted to get behind was the homelessness in California. Yeah. And she said, you know, they all said when they were younger, their dad used to take them down to Skid Row and they she went and she wanted to figure out like why are there so much homeless people mm. and um they went to different shelters there are some people that can get into shelters but then if they screw up i mean they don't have anywhere they don't have anywhere else to stay she spoke with the governor of california just to figure out what they can do and yeah it's grown it definitely has grown i haven't really seen her do much with it of course there's only so much that you can put into a 30 minute or however long this or hour long show um but that was the first thing that i really seen her be human with along with um before the prison reform thing mm -hmm. along with um the planned parenthood thing um basically coming forth when planned parenthood and they're probably still going through it with the whole abortion thing you know knowing that planned parenthood is more than an abortion clinic right and right. really putting out there that we need planned parenthood to teach other kid to teach kids and and other people that they have some place to go you know you know learning about learning about sex learning about stds learning on how to um protect yourself against these things these are things that they definitely showed on their show that i wish when they first started the show that they had more of i feel like now in these in this last year or two has been now when they've been showing like these are the things that are important to us so I'm hoping going forward with their show that she does talk about Alice and mm. the different things that they want to do oh, with their platform. I believe they will. I mean, that's just I feel like that was the major first step of something better to come for their name, because mm -hmm. I, I feel like the Kardashian Jenner name has definitely been slandered like shit. And it's time to, you know, like you said, they are real people. I get that part. Um but their name has been slandered. People just don't look at them in the bright, brightest of lights. But after that, if that, um, like if if that continues with the you know level of celebrity that they are, things will definitely change and people actually look at them better and like you know in a better light. But I don't know. I just I'm I'm proud for that moment. I really am. Like. I low-key was, like, a fan of her for that moment because I'm not normally a fan of, like, the Kardashian-Jenner, you know, clan or whatever. But I didn't watch their shows, but I just... I'm not really big on too many reality shows but besides less than a handful. So, but for that clan, like, I don't know. 